please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Okay. Hey, this is Greg McIntyre with McIntyre Elder Law, helping seniors protect their assets and legacies. And this is the Elder Law Report. This is a weekly show that we do regarding a legal issue or issue that affects estate planning, elder law, um, and including taxation and tools that help you avoid losing your hard-earned money and property. Brent, today we're, we're our topic is trust and taxation. That's something right. that you know a lot about, and that's something we've been talking a lot about. Trust and taxation. Yep. What are the tax issues that we might be worried about with, say, regime change or just what's been rumored and murmured at the federal level? Yeah, you know, some of the the, the two main things that, that we've kind of been beating a drum about is the elimination of the, the step up in basis and the... Um, you know, estate tax, whether that is going to come back for most middle-class, upper-middle-class individuals. Um, the estate tax, also known as the, the death tax, right? So people would get taxed at their death. And so this is something we're really worried about because the uh, elimination of the step-up in basis is huge. You know, that that um, step-up in basis is a, is a big deal for the next generation meaning when they inherit a capital asset, like a house or a car, or maybe a, an investment account, something like that, um, you know, they're, they get a better tax position because they inherited it rather than it being given to them. And, um, you know, so that's a, that's a big deal. You know, personally, the, that elimination would affect a lot of um, my clients, our clients um, as a firm, and, and it would negatively affect them. And the other thing is that that death taxes is a big deal too. You know that would negatively affect a lot of people. Agreed, agreed. So, so one of the tools that we have to combat these things, the death tax and elimination of step up and basis, are trust and different types of trust. Um, but as far as elimination or maximization of the death tax which is right now at $11.18 million. That's the exemption. But if it came down to the three and a half million, which is rumored, um, mm -hmm. or it came down to lower than that, um, then certainly, uh, you know, some, some of the clients that we have or people that we see that we would maybe not um, prescribe a trust, trust become much more realistic planning tools because it can help double up to double your taxable exemption. That's that right. You know, and when we talk about that $3 million figure, we're talking about the value of everything that you own at your death. So a lot of people might think to themselves, well, I might not fall in that category of being taxed at my death, but you know, you got to think about everything that you own that you're passing along after you pass away. Um, and you know, some, some people, you know, might, might not have quite $3 million in, in money, right. In, in, in currency or, or stocks or, or like an investment account, something like that, but maybe they have real property. Um, maybe they have other things they stand in here before they, they pass away. I know I was talking to, um, you know, a few clients who, who we were talking about the death tax and they, they were like, Oh, you know, I might inherit things before I die from, from my loved ones. And, 
And so that would be included in, in that if, if I turn around and, and pass away later on. And, you know, that's a really good point. You know, so if you stand to inherit something, too, that's going to be added into your your three million, five million or even lower amount. Agreed. Agreed. So so you can double that taxable exemption. You know, I, I did a, a podcast years ago. I mean, many years ago that was to plan or not to plan. That's the question. Um, and it's regarding taxation and the high $11.18 million death tax. Should you plan still for the death tax? The answer is yes, because you don't know what it's going to be tomorrow with changing political tides, with, with where the federal government is going after tax revenues. Um, the death tax is a likely place uh, to go. And, you know, if you've already planned for it, you're good. If not, we can help. And I just you know, want to be, go ahead. Sorry. Another good point is, you know, you mentioned federal right now. All we care about is federal for our clients right now because, you know, we don't have a state level inheritance tax, but that can change at any time. Right. Some states do. And North yeah. Carolina does not. That can yeah, change right at any time. Yeah. And so you, you should know, plan that's, for it. That's something that uh, you know, I could certainly see as a possibility. Um, that sort of thing changing for North Carolina as we as we deplete, you know, resources, um, you know, paying out of the state coffers for certain things that we need because of you know things that have happened, like the coronavirus, the pandemic, and and um, if we need to get taxes back, get taxes quickly, you know, they could absolutely institute a. Um, a death tax going forward, even temporarily, but it could um, very well affect a lot of our clients. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And I wanted to be clear that whether you're doing an irrevocable trust, which allows you to be the trustee during your life and stay in control of assets 100%, or you're setting up a an irrevocable trust during your life, um, both would allow you to maximize your death tax taxable exemptions. Both would allow you to do that. Either revocable or irrevocable. That's right. Sure. And then there's the step up in basis. So uh, defining what step up in basis is, um, if I bought a property for $10,000 50 years ago, and now it's worth $100,000 now, if I sell it today, I have to pay a long-term capital gains because I held it over a year, long-term capital gains, assets you hold over a year, short-term assets you hold under a year, the tax is higher for assets you hold under a year. So short-term capital gains tax higher than long-term. But if I sold it today or I gave it to you during my life, Brent, and I just deeded the property to you, say with a quick claim deed, and you sold it for a hundred grand, your basis, your taxable basis will be what mine is. So you would also get taxed on $90,000 of capital gains tax. Right. So, however, if I pass along my real estate at a an inheritance type event or death event, like by deed with a life estate deed or ladybird deed, or if I pass it by my will to you, I bequeath it to you or I give it to you as the beneficiary of a trust. I right. beat it into trust. You receive a step up in basis, which means your, your taxable basis in it, 
kind of investment in that property is valued at the fair market value of the property at the date of my death, which could be measured by tax value, or it could be measured by an appraisal that's done to peg the value at the date of my death. Right. Uh, so how do, you know, it's rumored that, that that might be done away with, which I think would be difficult, but if it was, that would equal a lot of increased tax revenue for the federal government, right? Yeah. Um, so how do we preserve a step up in basis right now? Yeah, you know, there's no guarantee because we really don't know how they're going to treat it when they, if they do change it. But here's the thing, you know, that's going to affect the people who are changing the law. I mean, they want to protect their own interest, okay? And they want to protect the interest of the people who, who give them money, lobbyists. They want to protect the interests of their constituents. So I don't imagine that they'll just flat out make a car block change to the uh, step up in basis without some way to be able to plan ahead to, to take advantage of the step up in basis now before the changes is um, instituted. So I would imagine there would be some type of grace period, maybe some grandfathering. Um, and likely what's going to what's going to happen is they're going to allow individuals that have already funded an irrevocable trust with property to be able to preserve that step up in basis, notwithstanding the change in the law. Um, that's what we would anticipate going forward. So, uh, you know, if, if you already put property in an irrevocable trust, Right now, before the change in the law, that would preserve the ability to have that basis stepped up when you pass away and pass that on to the next generation. Agreed. Agreed. So our advice there, definitely a tool that we have to help preserve that we believe will preserve step up and basis is an irrevocable trust. Now, trusts do other things too, Brenton. They allow you to um, avoid probate, correct? Correct. That's right. So trusts have beneficiaries, not heirs like wills. Mm -hmm. Trust the private documents. Yeah, you don't have to follow them at the courthouse. Um, you, you know, you, do you don't have want to, to be on the judiciary and the trustee has to see them. That's right. Right. Do you have to file your will at the courthouse? So that's a public court process. Um, in a trust, your trustee simply administers the trust, sometimes with the help of an estate planning or elder law attorney like ourselves. That's right. Um, so there's ease and quickness of administration. A trust also allows you to stay in control of assets, uh, a living, a, a revocable living trust during your life. And then, uh, you know, after you pass away, a trust allows you to appoint a trustee and you can simply, you, you can seriously control your property for extended periods of time. Um, how long can you control your property in North Carolina now since the rule of perpetuities is no longer in place? Yeah, the maximum term is 300 years. So 300 years, mm -hmm. I can what happens to my farm, my vacation home, my yeah. money. Um, now, the trust can live for that long, and conceivably, you could control what happens to assets even after the trust has gone away, you know? I mean, because you can put stipulations in the trust that say, hey, when the trust dies, you know, these properties have these stipulations tied to them. Um, so conceivably, it could last even beyond that. And that's an incredibly powerful tool to preserve wealth for generations to come. So the and, trust would advise an attorney or a trustee mm -hmm. that there's contractual limits that need to be placed on, say, a deed for property, that it's only to be used as a farm. 
Yeah, and covenant on that deed to, covenant, to, right. to happen, yeah. And, you know, you mentioned control, um, and even with a, you know, you have a revocable trust where you're the, you're the trustee, you're the person who ministers the trust. And, and I want to be clear that with an irrevocable trust, there's still quite a bit of control there, even if you're not the trustee. And the way I explain it to my clients is, imagine if you created a game, okay? And you set the rules for the game. You get to set the rules for the game. Now, once you set the rules, you can't change them, okay? But if you get to be the one that sets the rules for the game, you have a lot of power there. You get to control exactly what that trustee can do and um, you know what your beneficiaries are to receive. And if you get to do that at the outset through planning and through you know professional advice, then you get to maintain a lot of control in the way that you set that trust up. And it also depends on who you pick as your trustee. And you know, so you can really you can have the best of both worlds by by really planning and really setting up a trust that's tailored for you and 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 making that trust irrevocable, making it super protective of property, um, but also maintaining that measure of control um, so that you know what's going to happen to your your hard earned money and property going forward. Absolutely. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that we have a convertible trust that starts off revocable and allow, you know, and you're the trustee and then you can switch to irrevocable at any time or when you become incapacitated to protect those assets. Which is, is incredibly huge because, you know, a lot of people are in that position where they could benefit from an irrevocable trust, but in the future, really what they need right now because they're still working, still adding to their retirement, still, still maybe adding to their assets that they plan on leaving behind eventually, um, that they need total unlimited unilateral control over their assets. So, you know, we start them out with that revocable trust and we give that trust, you know, that trigger that can, that can flip it to irrevocable to make everything protected. Um, you know, if, if something were to, un, you know, unfortunately happen where they're still alive, but maybe can't make decisions for themselves. Absolutely. So trust and taxation, even though things might change, we certainly have tools to help and protect assets. The, the worst thing you could do is not plan and ignore it. So yes. give us a call if you need some help or would like to speak about your estate plan or some of the issues that we discussed today. Our number is on our website. We have several different offices um, in different geographic reason, regions and in Western North Carolina. Um, but I'll give it a main number of 704-749-9244 or go to mcelderlaw.com to learn more about what we talked about today. We also would offer a free consult right now uh, to if you wanted to talk because you listened to our podcast or our, our, uh, our video. Uh, so call 704-749-9244 or go online to mcelderlaw.com to get your free console and more research. So thank you, Brenton. And we'll be back next week with a new topic. All right. See you.
We put off planning till things get slow Tomorrow's never promised today Don't get too busy and let it all slip away Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law Foundational planning or more complex We can help when you're perplexed If a loved one needs long-term care We can help avoid some of the scare Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law Benefits and even probate We take the planning piece off your plate If you or your spouse were in the military We can help with benefits for your family Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder 